Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. This week is Baby Loss Awareness Week and it's a special opportunity to mark the lives of babies lost in pregnancy or soon after. And uh, this year, Baby Loss Awareness Week has a general theme of stepping stones. Uh, After pregnancy loss, life can take a path that was never expected, I suppose, and most people will never know what that's like. Thankfully, most people will never know what that's like. And the week, this week, should I say, will touch on the steps of that journey and how... Uh, They are unique to everyone and everyone who's been in that position. This week also aims to share how the pregnancy and the baby loss community is there for people every step of the way, during and after the loss. And we want everyone to know that you don't have to navigate pregnancy loss on your own. Now, Fenecon is the Stillbirth and and Neonatal Death Association of Ireland, and this year, to mark Baby Loss Awareness Week, they are holding the Butterfly Together Run, as well as the Global Wave of Light, which will see 100 buildings across the country lit up, I I believe, in blue and pink. But we'll find out a bit more about it, because Nina Doyle from Fenecon joins me on the line. Lovely to talk to you again, Nina. Hi, Niall. How are you? Lovely to talk to you again. And it's always a pleasure. And so, first of all, in relation to lighting up the buildings, I'm so how do they, is, it, is it blue and pink? Am I right? You are indeed, yes. So uh, that's what we ask for. Now, if, if it's only possible to light up in one, we ask for purple, so you're not picking, you know, what... A, a particular gender, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so we ask them to light up in purple, but we actually now have 121 buildings that will be lighting up across Ireland in memory of all our precious babies tomorrow okay. evening. Any buildings that we all should know? Oh, there's loads of them. Um, I'm delighted to say we have one in every county, which is so important. So at yeah. least every county is represented. I suppose for myself in Dublin City, there's there's plenty that we know about. There's the the maternity hospitals, the three maternity hospitals are lighting up. Okay. We have the council buildings. We have the four courts. We have the Citibank AXA. We have we have the control tower in Dublin Airport. And then around the country, you know, we've castles, we've hotels. Again, we have um, nearly all of the maternity hospitals, which can mean a lot to parents because that's the place that their baby has been. Um, yeah, so there's lots okay. of significant buildings and, and they're and all I, up on our I'll website. I'll give out the website later on. I was going to say, Great. I'll give out the website later on. People can have a look. And I'll talk about the butterfly run a little bit later on as well. But just very, very quickly, and I know we've we've been through this before, we've talked about it, for those who haven't heard you talking to us before, Nina, uh, you yourself lost Grace and Liam back in that's 2018, right. your, your two little babies, you lost them in, in 2018, uh, one just after the other. And I suppose this is what led you to set up this organisation to help other women who have been through this. And I suppose we have to be conscious today that we're not just talking about stillbirth, we're talking about women who lose a pregnancy as well, which is very important for women too, because that that's their baby too. So, I mean... What you wanted to do, I suppose, was make that that time a little bit easier because it is a very tough time, isn't it? It is. It's an extremely lonely, tough time for parents, both the, both the mother and the father. Um, and I suppose I'm so grateful to the brave parents that came before me and the people who founded Felicon. Um, and because of them, you know, we're not talking about too long ago. We're only talking about the early 2000s when yeah. people were told to go home and, you know, get on with life and forget about their babies, you know. Yeah. Um, and they they were very brave and set up Felicon. They knew the pain of not making memories with their babies and they set up Felicon. And I suppose my first introduction then to Felicon was when I was in hospital giving birth to Liam and Grace. 
and I was given a memory box and, you know, it was my first introduction to, to Faelicon. Can you, remember, can you remember what was in that memory box you were given? Oh, I certainly can. I can picture that memory box. I can picture that moment so clearly in my mind. And mm. um, it was a beautiful cream box which was given to me by the bereavement midwife and they brought it in. And, I, you know, it was tied in a bow. And when you opened it up, um, the first thing that, that jumped out at me was two little beautiful teddies. Um, okay. And the idea was that I would keep those teddies with Lehman Grace, you know, for the time yeah. that we had with them. Yeah. And when the time came, then I would keep one of, myself and my husband would keep one of those teddies and one of those teddies would go with Lehman Grace. Yeah. Um, and it's just a, a lovely, you know, thing to have in your house afterwards. There was, um, there was, I, I remember that the midwife passed us some um, lip balm, you know, just to touch Lehman Grace's lips. And yeah. it's all about the bonding process, you know, and, um, because you know, making Because there's still bonding to go on. Because that's what I said before the break, before you came on. You're still, it's still a wonderful moment. You're, it's still congratulations because you're yes. still becoming a mother. That's it. Sadly, yeah. sadly, your little babies don't live or may not live long, but you're still becoming a mother. So congratulations are still in order. And it, Because there's always that awkwardness, as I said before the break when you, when you weren't here, there's that awkwardness when you know somebody's been pregnant and then you hear through the grapevine that they had a stillbirth or they lost their baby or something and you meet them the next time. There's that awkwardness of you don't know what to say. And I, I don't know, maybe congratulations is still the right word because they've still become a mother and maybe that opens the conversation or something. I don't know, maybe that could be offensive as well too. Yeah, I suppose you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I looked here, don't care in the word congratulations from um, the midwives in the hospital. It was just, to me, they, it was my greatest achievement. I was looking at my beautiful babies and to, have, to be congratulated was so welcome. But I understand that that might not be for everybody. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, if you don't want to say congratulations or you're worried about congratulations, you could always just say, I heard you gave birth. Tell me about your baby. You know, um, yeah. and that's another way, just to tell me about your baby. Um, were you able to name your baby is another nice introduction. Gives you the opportunity to say your baby's name. And then, you know, the parents can share as much because they as, want, as they they want, want to, to talk, don't they? They do absolutely, want to talk. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, in Felicon, that's what you hear all the time. You know, parents are only too delighted to talk about their babies. And yeah. when people ignore, I mean, there's a lot of talk when you're pregnant and you have your bump. And, you know, there's a lot yeah. of talk about, you know, the, the babies that are coming and a lot of excitement. And, you know, when your babies die, then if if everything goes quiet and people won't talk and people won't look at you, and, you know, it, you know, it's just devastating because I, I, I knew the story of a, of a girl and her, her and her best friend. They were both pregnant around the same time. And when I say best friend, she, you know, they, they kept in contact. Obviously. Yeah. And she had lost her baby. She lost her baby at about eight months, I think, or seven or eight months for some reason. I can't remember what it was. And what happened then was. She was afraid then to contact her friend because she knew her friend was just at the having a baby as well. And she didn't want to be the Debbie Downer, so to speak. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and they kind of fell out a little bit over it, no. you know, which was really sad because one didn't know what to say to the other. Yeah. I suppose the girl that had the baby maybe felt a level of guilt. You know, maybe I, I shouldn't have a baby. It probably maybe. came from both sides there. Yeah, and know, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm sure they'd be both happy to talk to each other because I think they're very, both very accepting of what happened in both those situations. It can be a very, very difficult time and a very difficult way to navigate through something like that, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. For both both sides, you mm. know, that is, that is, you know, a, a tough one, you know, and, yeah. and it is. But I suppose that's where communication is so key, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, Allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allowing yourself to say, you know, I'm not sure if this is the right thing, but, you know, and starting a conversation. 
And does it get easier for those who maybe have just experienced it, Nina, across the country? And there are, I don't know, how many stillbirths are there every year, by the way? Well, we're fairly calm. We give out about a thousand um, memory boxes a year and they're from, you know, early, early losses of about 13, 14 weeks right up to, you know, for, you know, full term babies. About a thousand memory boxes a year. So that's a thousand you give out. So you, we could actually, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot more than that, obviously, that you don't manage to probably get to all that's of incredible them. Incredible numbers. Yeah, oh, it is. I didn't realise the number was that high. So, so what I'm saying is, as we're talking, there are probably mothers listening around the country and fathers, by the way, I don't want to leave them out, who have lost a baby. And I suppose they're listening today and they're wondering, does it get easier? Because for you, it was 2018. I know it's something you'll never forget and your babies you'll never forget. They'll be always part of your life, celebrating their birthdays and everything that goes along with it. But does it get easier, Nina? Um, I suppose to be to be honest with you, Noel, I'm not sure it gets easier. Um, the loss doesn't get easier, but you learn to live with it. You know, you learn how to to cope better. And I suppose the intense feelings that come at the beginning, you know, you know, in the early days of loss, the early weeks and months of loss, yeah, they they do they do change. They change, and I suppose you know, probably the time, sometimes the intense feelings come back and it can be times like around Christmas, even a week like this, can people can be just thrown back into the depths of grief, the depths, you know, the the loss doesn't change, it, it doesn't lessen, but I suppose you, you do learn to navigate it better and you do learn what works for you and what supports you and what helps you. And um, is, and is, there, is, there, into that. is there birthdays leaving Grace's birthday? Is that a happy time or a sad time for you? Do you know what? Their birthday, it's the, the day of their birthday is a lovely day. And, it, you know, you, you're remembering those moments of, you know, what it was like, that rush of unconditional love, what it was like having them lying on my chest. Um, all those lovely memories. Mm. And I suppose the harder day for me, I find, is the 26th of March, which was the day that we said our final goodbye and um, buried Lehman Grace. And I always find that whilst their birthday, you know, you think of the, you know, the joy that their birth brought. The day of the funeral is always the, the one that gets me personally and it's different for everybody. It's like, that was the that was the tougher day, you know. Okay, that's, that's the one. Well, look, every time you're on, I always tell people to try their best to support you and donate. Now, I know you also have the Butterfly Together Run. So, when is that happening? So that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow okay. pregnancy and infant loss. Yeah, where Monday is that? Where Day. is that happening? If people so can happening they still in join John in? Moore Park. They can indeed. Yeah, but everybody's welcome. And I suppose days like this, some people tend to think it's only for people who have sadly suffered a miscarriage, yeah, stillbirth, or neonatal death. But I suppose we don't need days of awareness. You know, ba- we think of our babies every All day. All the time. Every day and is a day of awareness. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but the day is important for the for the wider community. And it'd be lovely for people to come along and support, you know, families and, and people. So everybody's welcome tomorrow. And, you know, it's open to, it, it's a lovely family day out, you know. So, okay, so what, ta- what, what, time is, what time is that? So that's at 12 p.m. in Sean Moore Park in Sandy Mount. Okay, Sean Moore Park in Sandy Mount at 12 o'clock tomorrow. If anybody's around, you're looking for a little bit of a day day out uh, to head along there and support them and do whatever you can and also you have the global uh, wave of light so by the way if anybody wants to light their house up you know what I mean yeah. if you have a couple of L- L- LEDs or bulbs that might be blue Lovely, pink yeah. or purple light your house up stick a bulb outside stick even a candle maybe a candle with a shade candle of the right colour yeah it'd be uh, nice anything at all that shows support and, and actually um, I have a family who put plastic you know they have lights outside their house 
um, and they just blue, put bloom p- pink plastic underneath those lights and, yeah. and it has a lovely effect. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. if anybody wants to do that, uh, they can. Now, you can also, and I'm I'm imploring people, as I always do, anytime Nina comes on the air with us every couple of times a year, to please donate because you're not government funded. Um, yep. So you, you rely on your own, the donations that you get. And what Nina and Felicon do is they basically seek out and try to help um, women and men, by the way, by the way, families who have lost a baby to miscarriage or stillbirth or any neonatal death. And they give them this little box. And in the box, similar to what Nina got, I, I'm assuming, Nina, it's similar to what's in the box. It's Teddy. Absolutely. Yes, Teddy, it is indeed. Yeah. And there's a little thing there to make a handprint. And handprint all, and footprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, these things don't come cheap. They have to be paid for. So we would ask people to try and donate. Now, I do understand fairly... Felicon can be a little bit of a mouthful if you don't understand Irish, <laughs> all right? But the we- the website, go to the website if you want to donate, and it's F-E-I-L-E-A-C-A-I-N, okay? So it's felicon.ie. If you do a Google, Google will help you spell it. So it's felicon.ie. Just before you go as well, Nina, I just wanted to bring Dave on as well. Dave, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Dave? Hey, folks. How are you doing? Dave, now, you're, you've been on the show many times before, and people know you from in the show, but... Uh, one thing that people don't maybe know about you is that you went through this yourself. Yeah, back in um, 2020. It was kind of just after, I think, the, the lockdowns was still started. Okay. Which was more you difficult know, for you because, it, sadly, it your was, wife was told, or your partner was told, yeah. while you were sitting out in the car and weren't allowed into the hospital. Yeah, it was. It was, it was probably one of the, the, the tougher aspects of it because, I mean, it wasn't just one thing. There was... Jeez, there was a list as long as your arm of things that were wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And she was inside and she was being told by the doctors. And to be fair now, C-U-M-H, they, they couldn't have been more amazing. And I, just before I go any further, I just want to say the people who work for Felicon are probably some of the greatest people I have ever encountered in my life. And genuinely, the two of us, we, we can't say thanks enough for, for all the support that they gave us. Okay, I'm, I'm delighted to hear that. And most people, by the way, that I've talked to, and I was at an event once for Felicon, and I spoke to many people who uh, they had helped and they had given the package to or the box to as well, and it just makes such a difference to their life. I did, because it's, it's, such, it's such a gut-wrenching thing to go through. I mean, you know, like, when you're going through it, you don't know your arse from your elbow at the best of times, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, these, how these people do the way they're able to talk to you about these things... It's such a hard thing to talk about, you know, for for a lot of people. Even you know, two years on, it's it's still not easy for me to talk about um, sometimes. But like, they're just they're so caring and they're so gentle. I mean, we wanted we weren't supposed to leave the hospital until the Friday. They pulled so many strings to be able to get us home a day early, and like they send us home with a cuddle cot. Like that's a couple grand piece of equipment that they send us home with. Mm. And they were just like, look, when you get a chance, could you please send it back to us? Mm. Do you know, there was, there was no, and what, you know, what is What is a cuddle cot? So those? a cuddle cot is, it's so you can bring your baby home and it, it basically keeps them cold. Okay. Um, so you can keep them at home for a few more days as opposed to, I, the same thing happened to my, my partner's auntie 30-something um, years ago and the way it was done, like her child was buried before she even left the hospital, you know what I mean? So okay. it, it gives you more time to, to spend with your baby and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it helps. And is that, was that important for both you it, and your partner? It was, it was, because yeah. we got to go home for a day or two and just kind of not pretend that everything was normal, but, you know, it, it it's... It's 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 so it's hard to explain on and I don't mean to sound pretentious when I say this but like I never 
it had happened to a friend of ours before, and I had never really fully appreciated how hard of a thing it is to go through unless you kind of deal with it yourself, if you know what I mean. There's just so many different aspects to it, but it just, we were able to go home and kind of for a day or two, just just have him with us, do you know what I mean? Because, Mm. sorry, um, when he went down, that was it, he was gone, you know? That's what Nina said is the hardest part in her year as well. The birthdays are a celebration for Liam and Grace, but... Um, and sadly, when he was buried, that was the end of it, and it's a hard day for her to deal with every year to deal with that. So, what was the what was your baby's name, Dave? Um, uh, uh, John James. Sorry, we we um, see we had lost both of our fathers previous, so we said we were going to name him. You know, after when, fathers, after after our father, so little JJ. Yeah. Okay, little JJ. All right, okay. Well, look, we're all thinking of little JJ today. And I'm sure you right. think of little JJ every day. Do you celebrate oh, his birthday and everything? You have to celebrate his birthday? Oh, 100%, yeah. And when, when Felicon do the, the light-up thing, they, they light up the rock castles absolutely beautifully. And we, um, they give you this beautiful little rosemary-scented candle. Um, we light it on his birthday every year. And then when the Felicon thing is there, we, we put it, if it's not too windy, obviously, we put it on a wall and light it and just have a little bit of a moment. And it's, it's, it's little things like that they... Like the pain never goes away, but just like with anything, you you kind of learn to deal with it. But it's little things like that that kind of you know it's like your way of reminding the world that like they might be gone, but for a time they existed. You know. What I mean? No, no, I know, I understand. And 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 sorry, Dave. Just if I don't think I mean because you have a younger son as well. Well, when I say mm. younger son, he's older now. He's he's thirteen or whatever he is now, or twelve or thirteen years of age now, isn't he? I mean, how did he deal with it? Because he was expecting, I suppose, a little brother. And that's something I suppose I could talk to Nina as well about and touch on with Nina because it's something we don't think of. The mother and father have, have experienced a huge loss. But you may have a sibling and a young sibling at, say, 10 or 11 who's expecting a little brother or sister because he's been oh, yeah. promised it, you know, and, and all the excitement and the build up to that. How did he take it? It wasn't pretty. I'll be honest with you. It was hands down the absolute worst day of my life. Um, we like we sat him down and we had the conversation. He he didn't take it well. See, because for a couple of years previous to that, see, we found out that my parent was pregnant three days after um, we had buried my mother, and we had just had her funeral the week before Christmas of that year. And like we had been living with my mom and caring for her before she passed away, and then before that, my partner's dad had passed away, and then six months before that. Her mother had passed away. Oh, like, God. So it's like a tough he time. Seen, like, yeah. by the time that poor child had seen more death by the age of 10 than most adults I know see in their entire lives, you know. But, yeah. like, he, he took it well, to be fair to him now. I mean, like, I don't think we give children enough credit. I think children deal with grief a hell of a lot better than us because a, a counsellor once told me that kids kind of dip their toe in and out, you know what I mean? Where with us, I suppose, because we're the ones that have to, you know, we have to make the plans, we have to go through the motions. Kids... Kids can be a little more kind of in and out about it. But, like, no, he has. And to be fair to him, for a 12-year-old kid, now the fact that he's going through the teenage years now, uh, you know, to one side, um, for a 12-year-old child, he has a perspective on people that a lot of adults I know don't have. He he really appreciates well, Maybe people. he learned to grow up really quickly, that I suppose, dealing with adult it's, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's a perspective most of us don't gain until we're older and, and until we've probably buried a few people. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And... Like, I mean, so, well, sorry, sorry, sorry for sorry for interrupting you because I wanted to ask Nina about that before I run out of time. Nina, just in relation to something that I completely forgot about. Dave brought it up. Well, when I say Dave brought it up, I was reminded that Dave had a, a young son. 
That's yeah. something that we don't think about. We think about the mum and the dad and the grief, of course, that they're going through. But most mums and dads probably already have other children or could Absolutely. have other children. Yeah. And they and they promised their you know their son or their daughter, oh, your little brother or sister's coming soon, and you know, and the child can't wait for this little baby to come into the house, and there's all that excitement, and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen. That must be really hard. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And first of all, can I can I just pass on my own personal condolences to Dave and his partner, um, and what a lovely name JJ is uh, for their precious son. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is. It's so tough. But one of the things that Dave mentioned, and, and I think he's absolutely right, is the resilience of children. You know, um, and he's right. You know, they jump in and out. It's like jumping in and out of, of puddles for them. You know, they'll they'll immerse themselves in it. But five minutes later, you know, they jumped back. They're on the PlayStation and they're fine and I suppose what we say in Thalicon is take the children's lead take their lead you know if mm. they want to you know if they want to talk about their, their baby brother or sister talk about absolutely them. welcome it but if 10 minutes later they're ready to go out and play with their friends great you know it, it, it's about meeting them where they're at yeah. um, and just making sure that they're okay and again we do give out um, Thalicon teddies uh, which would say from my big brother or from my from my, oh that's uh, lovely like, isn't it yeah. you know sister so and if anybody wants to get them please get in touch you know because it, it can, it's just something tangible and do you for have, children do you, to have do you have many of those Dave described the cuddle cot there which I, I'm, I'm familiar yeah. with is it a cot that's kept at a certain temperature so you can bring the baby home for a period of time. Do you have many of those or do you have to? We do, yeah. We have them all around the country so we, okay. you know, we would always work to facilitate if, if people want to bring their baby home. Yeah. They're in most of the hospitals, you know, and they can, or else Felicon volunteer will come to your house. With Are a they expensive cot. to buy? They are expensive, but you know what? Um, you know, for the for what they give, yeah. you know, they're, they're totally inexpensive for for the value that they they give and for the memories that they bring to our parents. You know, they're invaluable, really. Well, I'm sure you'd like to get a few more of them to have them around the country as well, because you could, you never have enough of these kind of things and all this kind of stuff and the little boxes you want to give away. And of course, Dave, thanks you very much, Dave. Thank you very much, Nina. And once again, Dave, I know you've been on the air quite a lot. We've talked about everything and anything, but condolences on the, on your loss. Well, thanks very much, Les. I know that never goes away. All right, but look, if people want to support Fair Con, uh, tomorrow, if you go to Sean Ross Park, 12 o'clock uh, for the Butterfly Together Run. I want you all to light up your houses or your buildings or if you have a commercial building and you have a couple of pink or blue or purple LEDs, whatever it is, light the bloody thing up for God's sake uh, for the week. And also, I want your support, so I want you to donate. Please go to the website, failacon.ie. You'll read about all the events there, by the way, and you can donate there on that page as well because they don't get government funding. It's a big red button. You can't miss it at the top of the website on the right-hand side. It says donate. Just click on it. 5, 10, 20 euro, whatever you can and it will certainly help Nina thank you very much indeed Nina for coming on the air today I really appreciate it it will certainly help Nina and it will help Felicon to keep delivering that wonderful charity they do all across the country to help mothers who have lost babies now again just to spell the name of Felicon it's F-E-I-L-E-A-C-A-I-N because I know it's not an easy one to spell for most people Google it alright Felicon.ie if I ever I you know the way I kind of do this every now and again, I ask you to support one thing. I have been behind Felicon for years uh, because I know the great work they do and I know how genuine all the people that work with them are. And you heard Dave there absolutely. And by the way, can I just point out, we didn't ask Dave to call in. We didn't even know Dave was going to call in in relation to Felicon. I had no idea that Felicon had helped Dave out. So that was completely impromptu. And Dave came on and thanked him and it made a huge difference to his experience with his, his partner and his child uh, during their great loss. So please do help them out. Just a small donation. They get nothing from the state. A small donation. Felicon.ie Real People 
Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.